Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is August 21st, 2023. It is Monday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. I am back. It was Hexfest. Did I mean to abandon you for a week? No, I did not. But here's the thing. I looked at my schedule for Hexfest, which for me was an entire week, a Wednesday to a Wednesday, and I thought... Oh, this isn't too crazy. Like, this isn't too busy. Like, I have plenty of downtime. What I failed to remember is that other people are spontaneous sometimes. So just because I can, like, have all the things I'm doing written down on a piece of paper weeks in advance doesn't mean things won't come up. And um, I learned that lesson. So I did not mean to disappear. But I am here. I am back. And let's go. So today's episode is brought to you by the Weed Witches Journal. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, a person learns how to love himself through the simple acts of loving and being loved by someone else. Haruki Murakami. So what are we drinking today? Well, I just did a shop restock. So if you've been like waiting for a certain tea and it's not there, I just did a restock except for midsummer. We are out of the ingredients. Midsummer is out of stock. But the other ones are there. And I only do about eight at a time. Uh, so if there's something you really like, you got to grab it. But I am gearing up for our new release in fall. I'm so psyched. I had another witch. Take a look at it. She thinks it's great, so I think it's great. You shall see. Uh, but we're talking freezer spell today, which is perfect for this weather. It is so hot. So this is a lemon green tea. It is sweet. Uh, it is has a creaminess to it, a vanilla uh, lemon, very much lemon meringue. And I named it freezer spell because we all know the lemon <laughs> freezer spell. And it just definitely gave me like the vibe of cool down during the summer with this tea. So it is a green tea blended with uh, the natural flavors of lemon, vanilla, and cream. So it's a perfect uh, summertime treat. So I personally think it's ideal for the light half of the year. Again, with that lemon, it's bright, right? Green tea, which is um, a little softer than like a black tea. So I just think it works really well for this time of year. It does have caffeine. Green tea does have caffeine. Uh, and you steep it at about 180 for two to three minutes. I know not everyone cares about uh, temperature. So for me, a good rule of thumb is to, uh, once you see steam, go ahead and... Uh, your water is ready to go. So we wanted to talk a little bit today about the history and origins of meringue, which I'm super psyched. So meringue is a versatile and uniquely appropriate ingredient from which to make a pavlova. Uh, it can lemon meringue pies, uh, meringue cookies, 
You even kind of make a meringue, well, sort of, to make like macarons. It's basically a beaten egg white to form stiff peaks and then you add sugar. And it's for souffle, angel food. It's just, ugh. Is there anything better than eggs? I was vegan when I was in my 20s. And I'll tell you, it wasn't like meat that I missed. It wasn't cheese. It was the eggs. But I will say, at least since my time being vegan, they have since solved the meringue issue in the vegan community. And basically, chickpea brine whips up apparently beautifully into meringue. So how cool. All right, witches. So we are moving into some headlines. I have two for you today because actually I was supposed to record this episode like 15 minutes ago, but I was like, oh, I need like a break. So I pulled up TikTok just doing I'm like five minutes of scrolling just to like cleanse the palate before getting uh, ready to record. And this TikTok came through, which is wildly appropriate for our theme this week. So before I tell you that, let's talk about what the planets are up to, what the planets are doing. So August 23rd to September 15th, we are retrograde, Mercury retrograde. So as we know, difficult communicating, right? So try not to have any super deep conversations during this time. Now is not the time to hash out that 20-year feud. You know what I mean? So like, just be a little easy. Um, Over-explain yourself. Try not to get offended if people are misunderstanding you. I really struggle with that. I don't like to feel like I'm being misunderstood. Uh, So just be careful with communication. Uh, tech that communicates is going to struggle. So phones, computers, emails, things like that. Again, try to be, give everyone grace. Okay. If you think you sense a tone, no, you do not. Okay. If you're like, they're misunderstanding me on purpose. No, they are not. So just like have a little bit of grace there. Give everyone else. It's only going to last until the 15th. So take a deep breath. It is okay. Um, Okay, so now let's get into the headline that is weirdly appropriate for our theme this week. So we are doing um, a whole week on dreams. Dreams. I love dreams. You love dreams. They're the best. We have a good time. Let's talk about it. So this actually popped up on my TikTok page. This article is about two years old, but still very fascinating, especially in the time of AI. This comes to us from pubhub.org, which looks to be, um, I want to make sure I'm aware of like, is this a journal page? This looks to be um, a page where you can pull up uh, like journal articles, I believe. But this is actually an opinion piece. So advertising in dreams is coming. Now what? I'm going to tell you right now, I can't handle this. So, Most and Coors recently announced a new kind of advertising campaign, timed for the days before Super Bowl Sunday. It was designed to infiltrate our dreams. They planned to use targeted dream incubation to alter the dreams of nearly 100 million Super Bowl viewers the night before the game, specifically to have their dream be about Coors beer in a clean, refreshing mountain environment, and presumably then drink their beer while watching the Super Bowl. Participants in what Coors called the world's largest dream study would get half off a 12-pack of Coors if they sent the link to a friend who also incubated their dreams. If I was going to be a part of a study for beer, I want a whole free pack of beer. Give me just the 12 beers, you know? 
With this campaign, Coors is proudly pioneering a new form of intrusive marketing, targeted dream incubation, and a never-seen-before form of advertising. So this was a quote from Marcelo uh, Pascal, the vice president of marketing at Molson Coors. So, unfortunately, um, I don't think this is widely out of reach, right? Uh, do we remember the, I mean, there's been a few similar, and when I say similar, I mean intrusive advertising campaigns of just the last few years. We had the Super Bowl commercial that it pretended that the channels were changing. They thought it was funny, and in reality, it uh, erupted into a lot of domestic abuse issues. Uh, we also saw this. When um, Alexa and Google, I have one, I don't want it to hear me, when um, there were lads who would go, hey, Dada, uh, play this song, then it would. And people, like, it, that's so intrusive, right? Like this, and so honestly, this doesn't shock me. Uh, dream analysis and dream studies have been something that has been being done for decades and decades. Very common. This does not shock me. If they can find a way, they will, you know, and ugh, so frustrating. But my dreams are my favorite thing. So I will guard that <laughs> the best way I can. So they're saying that this type of advertising is not a gimmick, but a slippery slope with real consequences. Planting dreams in people's minds for the purpose of selling products, not to mention addictive substances. Oh, yeah. Raises important ethical questions. The moral line dividing companies selling relaxing rain soundtracks to help people sleep from those embedding targeted dreams to influence consumer behavior is admittingly unclear at the moment. And while the Federal Trade Commission has indicated that subliminal ads during wake uh, violate its statute requiring truth in advertising, there is no similar indication regarding the exposures to advertisements during a sleep. Um Honestly, the second they can do this, I think the FTC will ban it. Uh, just like the AI thing, I think a judge just yesterday voted that anything made with AI cannot be uh, like copyright. So, oh, oh, it's so exhausting that we have to like protect ourselves in this way, you know. But it was on topic. We are talking about dreams. So I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Monday, August 21st. The waxing crescent moon moves from the artist's eye of Libra to the keen senses of Scorpio today. Here, the moon trines Saturn. In the trine, Saturn wants to help you to be productive in some way. Saturn and the moon are both in water signs, so the productivity is emotional in nature. It's time to work through some of your feelings. What feelings are holding you back and keeping you from engaging fully with life? What feelings are booing you and helping you to get ahead? When you look at the emotions that may be holding you back, approach them from a place of personal forgiveness and understanding. We've built these walls and these reactions from a space of fear. Force is not what will penetrate them. Sympathy and empathy will. When looking at the feelings that are booing you, see if you can find more spaces in your life that you can fill with that vitality. Your daily moon mantra is, if your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete. 
This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. Interested in taking your weed witchery to the next level or wanting to get started? The Weed Witch's Journal by author Carrie Connor blends the worlds of cannabis and magic together to help you document, explore, and expand your daily practices. Dig deeper into yourself with intuitive insights, mystical visions, shadow work, or connect to nature for starters. Want to explore your creativity? Dive in with My Vibe, Inspirational Ink, and the Flower Power activities. Looking to practice your skills? Get attuned with pendulum work and one-card reading. Plus, document your practices with full moon, new moon, spell tracker, ritual tracker, and more. Order the Weed Witch's Journal now from your favorite bookshop or wherever books are sold. All right, so we had a question from one of our listeners that, uh, honestly, I thought was very fascinating, and they wanted to know more about dreams, astral projection. This is listener Heidi, and I knew this was something I just could not, I could not tackle dreams in one episode. Um, I just couldn't. So I wanted to talk about dreams throughout the whole week. And specifically, Heidi is asking about astral projection, which we will talk about. But Heidi says, does anyone have experience or advice with astral projection? Trippy dreams are the norm for me whenever I sleep in. However, this experience was slightly different than my usual, seeing what I believe to be energies or spirits and dreams, as I felt like I was out of my body next to myself, but also able to physically hold and feel my body as a mean of protecting what I saw. I'm wondering if I like half astral projected or what. It's been years, but I have astral projected. Uh, so yeah, I have I have answers with this, Heidi. We're going to talk about astral projection, I think, on Thursday. But I'm going to go ahead and just give you a little bit now. Um, I am a big believer in astral projection. I uh, astral project never on purpose often on accident and I always say you know when like you trip and you have that falling feeling and you feel yourself fall back into your body that's what I believe is an out-of-body experience or astral projection so Heidi I don't think you half astral projected I think that was a full-on astral projection um, but it is something we can learn and it is something we can harness so we're kind of going to go th- over it slowly during this week But we're going to start with dream interpretation, then what I believe is the precursor to learning how to astral project, lucid dreaming, and then we'll dig into astral projection and see what we get. So today I want to talk about dream interpretation. How do you analyze your dreams? So first I'm going to share with you how I analyze, and then I'm going to share an article from Psych Central. So I love dream interpretation as someone who is witchy and spiritual. So I love symbology, but also has a background in psych. I think dreams are wildly fascinating. So I do believe for the most part, dreams are just our brains processing the information we pick up. And this can be throughout our day, something a friend said, something we saw on TV, or even like information we intuitively picked up throughout the day. Uh, However, I do think spirits can visit us in our dreams. And I, I believe you can feel the difference. You feel the difference between just a dream and a visitation. So because our dreams, I do believe, are often, unless they're spooky and spiritual, our dreams are often just us processing information we've seen, picked up, 
Um, or again, things we picked up from our intuition. How often have you had a dream and then the next day that thing you dreamt about happens, right? Your intuition is picking up on information. Um, your brain is processing it through, through a dream state and then bam, that, you know, the thing happens. But in terms of just interpreting dreams, I always say the first thing you want to focus on is, is it a common dream? Uh, teeth falling out, uh, flying, falling. If it's one of those really classic dreams, I do believe you can look up the meaning, the popular meaning, and see what it says and see if that makes sense to you. Um, however, like they say, some um, you know, a cigar means different things to someone who owns a cigar factory versus someone who does not. And so, of course, you need to take your own personal uh, life and experiences into account. Now, um, once we get past that, if it's not teeth falling out, if you're not naked on stage, if you're not... Um, back in high school and you've missed a test that you didn't even know you were in a class for, uh, flying, falling, if it's none of those, or chase, if it's none of that, um, I always say focus on the emotion, right? Very often the images that we are seeing in our dreams is our brain trying to make sense of our emotions. So I had a friend tell me years and years ago that she had a dream that she was dancing with Britney Spears. And it was a weird dream, and she just wanted to know if it meant anything. My first question was, how do you feel about Britney Spears? Do you have good feelings towards her? Negative? Neutral? Um, my friend was a dancer. I'm like, are you kind of low-key jealous of her? That maybe she had opportunities you didn't? Like, what are your feelings towards her? And that's going to tell you what the dream means. Uh, so I always say focus on the feelings. The feelings of nervousness, anxiety, excitement, jealousy. That's going to tell you. So if you have a dream where you're dancing with Britney Spears and you're jealous of Britney Spears, it's that jealousy we need to focus on. Are you jealous of someone in your waking life? Are you envious of someone in your waking life? Focus on the emotion and then see how that emotion fits into your waking life. And I believe that is how we can go about dream interpretation. I'm not a huge fan of like dream dictionaries. And the reason for this is because, like we said, our lives are different, you know? Um, me having a dream about Mardi Gras is going to mean something very different than someone who is born and bred in New York who has a dream about Mardi Gras. We have different feelings about it, experiences, etc. So I don't love dictionaries because it assumes that we're all having the same experiences and interpretations. So according to Psych Central, here's how we can first start analyzing our dreams. You can explore dream interpretation by becoming familiar with common symbols. These symbols may mean many things, so keeping context and personal significance in mind is recommended. Consider asking these questions when identifying symbols in your dreams. Was what the symbol or object what was the symbol or object doing in your dream? What did it look like? Where was it? How did you feel about it while you were dreaming? And how do you feel about it now as you think about it? What is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of this symbol in your dream? So some common symbols is houses or rooms. Houses and rooms can represent unexplored aspects of yourself. 
For example, if the room or house is frightening, it could represent an aspect of yourself that you fear feel fearful about exploring. That's a dream I have really common. I will often have a dream that I am in a house that I'm very familiar with and I discover rooms. Uh, and I have dream I've had dreams like that my whole life. Next is dogs. As a source of affection for many people in the waking state, dogs can represent a need for love or affection. Unless you're afraid of dogs, right? Then it may be that you're sensing danger. Next is teeth. Teeth can be symbols of aggression or assertiveness or your bite. Dreaming of your teeth falling out may indicate you're experiencing intense stress or anxiety. I've had that one often. Next, uh, weapons. Uh, weapons such as guns typically involve themes surrounding personal power or control. Dreaming of using weapons may be linked to the desire to hurt someone or to have them disappear from your life. If you're being hurt in a dream, it could mean you feel vulnerable uh, in a situation or with a person. Friends and family. People who appear in your dreams may reflect parts of your personality. And, uh, analyzing these dreams may help you think about what the person was doing in the dream and what part of yourself you think they may be showing. Next is water. Uh, water, as we know as witches, can be symbolic of emotions. Driving. So driving can be thought to be uh, representative of forward momentum. So if your car isn't starting, you may feel stuck. Next, falling. If you dream about falling, you may be dealing with control challenges in your life. If you feel relieved about falling or it was pleasant, you may be letting go of emotional weight. So I dream a lot about elevators. Um, I'll dream that elevators are falling or shooting upwards, and it's wild. So uh, let's say you struggle to recall dreams. Here are a few things you can do. One, consider keeping a dream diary. This kind of trains your brain to expect the dream to be recalled. So let's say you keep a notepad next to your bed. You wake up and you're like, oh, um, I don't remember my dream at all. I, I struggle, you know, remembering. But I might kind of remember that there was water. So you write down water. And then day two, you're like, oh, I remember nothing. Day three, you're like, oh, I think there was my friend Nancy was in it. And I think she was mad at me. So you're just training your brain to expect the dream to be recalled. And you might have a better time remembering. Um, telling someone about your dreams can help. Uh, that can help you remember. And next, try to identify symbols and associations. Once you write down the details of your dream, try to read your notes again to identify hidden symbols that you may have missed. So, yes, dream interpretation. It is absolutely one of my favorites. And I am going to link this article if you want to read more of it in the link tree. But, yeah, this week we will be talking about uh, quite a few things. Interpreting dreams, lucid dreaming, astral projection, and then receiving messages through dreams. So, yay, super exciting. All right, witches, we are wrapping up this episode of The Witch Daily Show. I want to give a shout out to listener Don Howard. Don, you formidable, charming sun goddess. Veronica, you scrumptious, esoteric sunset. Pietra Simmons, you spiffy, scholarly oracle. And finally, Derpacabra, you, scr uh, you scrumptious, scrumptious garden nymph. 
Thank you so much for being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. And before we leave today, we do have a card pull. Our card today is Solace from the Dark Magic Oracle. So the person, let's see. Um, hmm. Feeling sad is a natural state of being. It is part of the balance of life. The highs and lows that forge our identity and experiences help us make choices towards what we like and what we want to achieve in life. This card is here to remind us that the light is coming. There is a beautiful lesson to arise from this time. And some of the daily practices for this card is carry smoky quartz to shift sadness away from your day, drink St. John's wort or herbal tea to lift your spirits, and every day consciously seek out joy and beauty. What you think of as beautiful is your choice. For one person, it may be a blossoming flower or a bird's gilded wings, while for another, it may be a glossy black snake coiled on a warm rock. Find your special uh, version of beauty and lift it to your spirits. All right. So real quick, we do have some housekeeping. Uh, the fall book club book poll is up on Patreon. So go check that out. Okay. Um, that's going to tell us what book we want to read for October. So it is up. Go check it out. I'll announce the winner of the book. Uh, probably at the end of the month and then we'll start reading it in September and then October we'll have our book our book club meetings so yes all right that's all I've got for you don't forget any books decks headlines sources anything we talked about today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com also I do have a few uh left of the signed dark magic oracle decks by Fiona Horn in our shop she gave me a few and signed them um they are uh on our link tree so you can check that out and that's it we will talk again tomorrow bye witches we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day.